So welcome to another Awesome Earth Movers Off Track podcast. Today we're having a chat with Andrew Badham, Key Accounts Manager at Encon UK. Andrew, welcome to the show. Thank you, Paul. Um, you have been working for Encon in the UK for how many years now? Uh, it was seven years uh, December, so yeah, I've been uh, in your lot one. So you're in your eighth year now? Yes, yes. Uh, to, to be fair, it's, yeah, it's been a, quite a ride, really. It's a massive change in the market, as you know yourself, and obviously the sort of adoption of tokens as well has changed massively since I certainly started with Encon. So in, in the seven or eight years that you've been here, how have you seen the market acceptance for tilt rotators change? Well, I think one of the sort of biggest things that's changed, in the, in the early years, it was always very much about trying to get people to sort of grasp the concept, like how, how having a tilt rotator would benefit them and the sort of, you know, uh, efficiency, you know, time saving, money saving, all that sort of stuff. You know, that's the difficult thing that they used to get there. They used to struggle to get their head around, really. Was it a case of, it's an expensive addition to an already expensive machine. Do I need it? Yeah, exactly that. You know, you, you would sort of get, particularly like on smaller machines, you, you know, the sort of argument, well, you know, I could, I could, that, you know, that money could perhaps go towards buying another machine. I'm like, well, yeah, it could. But the, obviously the bit that people don't understand is the, the actual fact that you need to have someone to operate that machine. Then, you know. That's true. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I think the, the, the big change has come. I think most people now accept that tilt retailers are money save, you know, they, they save them money, they save them time. There's certainly a, an enjoyment factor of them as well. I think people, <laughs> you know, like using tilt particularly, you know, guys of the younger generation who perhaps, you know, have grown up with uh, gaming consoles and stuff like that, you know, joysticks that almost feel like, you know, video game joysticks in some ways. I think probably the experienced operators, um, they they probably enjoy using the tilt rotators. I I know I've had I've had many a go on them and it's um great, no problem at all operating an excavator, but actually factoring in the the tilt of the rotate is a big head scratcher for me. It's yeah, that's it. I think you've hit the nail on the head really. It's that those additional dimensions of the tilt rotate that obviously uh, confused people, I think, of too. And they're willing to give it a go. I think you know they they get they come round to it pretty quick. Um, and you know if they've been working with tilt hitches in the past, obviously that is another big benefit. You know because they they've already got one of those sort of dimensions already, if you like. Yeah, I think I think nowadays the biggest sort of thing is you know the change really is people like yeah definitely I, I get it. it it'll benefit my business it'll it'll make me more efficient. Um, it's it's mainly down to price nowadays. It's, it's one of the sort of main things, you know. Still, people struggle to justify the price, but um, I think you know people get there. You know, they they start they start to understand mm. that it's not necessarily something you will make back instantly on your you know by increasing your daily rate. No, um, no, that's that's the, where it's the cost saving. It's all the, the stuff around it that you know where it's reducing your cost. Particularly now with you know these changes in the law with regards to you know red diesel and. Obviously, the drive for um, cleaner, more fuel-efficient machines and things like that. It's uh, yeah, it's it's helping it's helping to drive the business for us. That's good. That's good. Now, obviously, Swedish manufacturer. How how long has Encon been going themselves? Uh, <clears throat> Encon was uh, founded in 1990. Um, our founder, Steve Engstrom, uh, was um, was was the main person involved with with his wife Monica. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Encon is actually like very uh, sort of 
you know, comes from Eng, Engstrom construction. Right. So that's where that's where the name comes from. So was Stig was Stig in the construction industry, or, or or was it just something that he? Yeah, he came from a sort of an engineering background, um, but he worked for a company called uh, Noreco. Yeah, uh, sort of in the mid eighties. Noreco is obviously where the rotor tilt or rotor tilt was dead. <laughs> uh, um, obviously, that company, for various reasons, when I think when they sort of went bankrupt in the late eighties, but they were bought out by. Um, I believe the company was indexing. Yes, yes, I think it was. Manufacturer of, um, you know, rotators. Yeah. Uh, so Steve went off back to his home uh, sort of town and started to, um, you know, to work on building his own rotators. He had his own ideas. Stick's quite a, um, a driven sort of guy. He's quite focused. You know, when, he, when he's got something, you know, he settles something, I think, you know, he, uh, he commits to it, so. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's, there's quite an interesting uh, video online, actually, that sort of tells you the story of Encon and Stig's sort of journey, if you like. Ah, uh, okay. Which is quite an interesting watch if you've got, like, half an hour. Yeah. Um, oh. But, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a story of, like, you know, someone understanding from the get-go that this is a this is a massive benefit to, to excavators. So, yeah, I think, uh, you know, and re- up until recently, we were still pretty much a, a fully family-owned company. Uh, obviously, we were... Uh, we floated on the Swedish stock market last year. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we are partly public now, so. And how did that go? Well accepted. Uh, yeah, yeah, massively. Um, it's it's been it's been great. I mean, yeah, the the, the stock price, I believe, is is doing pretty well. Uh, so yeah, um, I think that's that's a that's a big sort of um, vindication. I think of sticks sticks drink. Yeah. Well, I, I I know from personal experience, we we've been over to Sweden and 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 Norway. Over the, over the last 12 months and virtually every machine up to 30, 35 tonne has got a tilt rotator of some sort. Obviously, with the attachment being manufactured in Sweden and, and, and being a Swedish idea, it's it, it really is their home market. But out of, you know, if we talk about Europe, the USA and and. and Maybe Australia. How how is the tilt rotator being being accepted in 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 other countries? Well, again, those are, those are some things that have changed even in my time in Encon. Um, obviously, we have we've now got uh, sales companies in North America. Obviously, they've divided that over to US and Canada. Uh, there's Australia. Uh, we've now got a sales company in Korea. Wow. Um, I think uh, there, there is a sales company for Japan. I just I'm not sure how that that works at the moment, but. Yeah, it's 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 blowing up all over the place. Uh, I think in terms of adoption outside of Scandinavia, the the sort of Benelux countries would be probably one of the biggest um, markets outside. You know, cons- you know, considering it's a small country for yeah, you know, um, sort of Netherlands and Belgium. Yeah, uh, they they've obviously taken to it quite well. Um, yeah, the UK, as with most things, is is a little bit slower at accepting change <laughs> as you you put it all up. Yes. I think, yeah, even the UK is starting to come to terms. I mean, you know, particularly with all these sort of regulatory changes with, you know, uh, diesel and stuff like that, people are starting to see, you know, if you can't put more money, you know, on the cost of the job, then the, the way to do it is to reduce the cost. So I think, you know, the tilt is, you know, the tilt is, you know, GPS and things like that have been a massive part of that as well. And and obviously the... the... The Encon units are now available with EPS, which is Encon Positioning System, isn't it? Yeah, um, and yeah that's right. Your, 
will your tilt rotators work fully with a variety of um, machine control systems? Yeah, we work with sort of all the major brands and some of the smaller ones. Um, the, yeah, the change, the big change that's happened recently with our EPS on the new the new EPS is that we've also introduced the tilt sensor as well. So uh, the so basically, the encore tilt rotators from sort of six the two or six upwards. Essentially, they'll come with um, tilt and rotation sensors built in, so you get all the hardware. Yeah, it's just about enabling it in the software then. So yeah. You know, you buy an Incon, you're sort of you're, you're sort of GPS ready, if you like. Mm. It's it's it, it makes it a lot easier for you know retrofitting and stuff like that. There's no actual physical stuff that has to get fitted. Like the, on the old system, you'd have to fit the sensor and things like that. Yeah, so it, it it's simply a plug plug and play then system. Pretty much, yeah. Um, you you literally plug the laptop in and you you switch the license on. Yeah, that's that's it. So that's another massive advantage with the new um, uh, what we call like the S unit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of lot of cool changes that have come in recently. I'll say we've obviously for a few years now we've had EC oil as standard. Yes. Um, which has been a massive uh, thing, really. I mean, people, you know, even if you're not using hydraulic tools under the top and having that ability to you know, pick up and drop off your tilt rotator without leaving your cab is obviously a massive advantage. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, I think, you know, that's the thing. There's always, you always get the question, you know, what's, what differentiates NCON? And I think those, those are the things that differentiate NCON is you get more, I think, uh, as part of our sort of standard offering, if that makes sense. So uh, is, is the EPS a standard fit on, on, on the larger tilt rotators? Yeah. So on the 206, uh, well, on the, well, it's actually on the 214 upwards, it comes as standard from the factory, but in the UK, we've decided that on every unit that you order in the UK, that you get the uh, the, the sensors. So the sensors will be built in from the 206 upwards. Wow. But obviously, that it has to be a 206B, which is the new model. The other good thing about that 206B, now that also comes with EC oil. So we've got uh, like EC oil for, for S40. So yeah. Ethically, that can go down to sort of four tons with the tilt retainer or... Even lower, if it's just the hitch, you can have that sort of two and a half tons upwards. So, yeah, really, you know, there's a lot of new stuff coming out with Encon, and um, you know, we're we're not sort of stagnating or standing still. We're we're sort of always developing. So, oh, that's good. That's that's good to hear. That's good to hear. And obviously, your tilt rotators go up to the two three three. Is it? That's it. Yeah, the EC two three three. So yeah, that's sort of up to thirty thirty three uh, tons. So. Are you finding much call for the larger tilt rotators, or is it still, you know, the the yeah, so few. Um, uh, we recently did one for uh, a customer of ours called Andy Phillips. Yes, has been running on for quite a number of years. Um, yeah, so he's recently had one put onto his Volvo uh, ECR three five five. Wow. So yeah, um, we've got a few customers running the bigger units. Um, I think we're in the process of doing a deal with someone now so yeah it's uh it's getting more and more popular i think uh, uh this is a sort of sweet spot though i guess i would say it's probably the sort of 14 ton range that's sort of a bestseller than maybe sort of nine tons yeah. yeah but but the other the other thing is a bit different about the uk market is how well we do sort of with mini diggers you know we um sort of on two and a half ton we sell quite a lot of vco2s yeah so yeah it's it's a little different here to in scandinavia where there are more uh you know, they're they're bigger machines that take total chains. But the, but then you look at you look at the areas that a lot of these machines are working in. Um yeah. the mini diggers are, are 
probably one of the biggest sellers in the UK. So, you, you know, you're, you're in tighter areas, tighter location. You go to the, the Swedish countries or the, the Scandinavian countries, sorry, and there's a lot more space around every property. There's a lot more space wherever you go. Uh, yeah. the, U- the UK just seems to be built on top of each other. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's probably true enough. I mean, if you go anywhere in Europe, uh, you know, UK gardens, you just look at them, probably some of the smaller ones. Yeah, <laughs> true. But, but yeah, I think, you know, for that kind of market, as you say, in the UK, we do uh, sell more mini diggers than they do on the continent. So yeah, it makes sense that, you know, that would be a, um, yeah, a, a popular unit in the UK, really. And, and obviously it's still within the sort of towable weight class as well, which for a lot of people is quite important. Very important. Very important. We we, we touched on, on the US there with, with your dealers in the US. How are the majority of the US contractors, and I don't know if you know much about this, but how are they accepting a tilt rotator as opposed to what they're normally used to with a thumb? Uh, there's, there's a lot of guys still using the thumbs, yeah. Um, I think... Yeah, it's an, it's an interesting one, really, because um, we kind of had a bit of a blank slate in America, I, I would say. You know, I, I'm, no, I'm no expert on it, but from what I gather, speaking to colleagues, um, obviously the States, unlike the UK, they didn't actually sort of have quick itches to start with. So no. we kind of had a bit of a blank slate there, you know, getting people to accept um, quick itches at the same time. So there was no, like, argument about what type of itch, whether it was the S-type or the the PUP, as we used to call it. Yes, yeah. Uh, so that that was quite good. Um, it's also, I mean, the other major advantage in the States is obviously the, the rates are a lot higher than they are here in the UK. True. Um, so it's a, a much easier justification for them. Um, also, at the moment, they, they, I suppose you by Swedish standards, you'd say they're, they're quite inefficient in a lot of ways. I, they use, um, they, they use, you know, uh, one piece of plan for every single job, you know, have like a bucket on every excavator instead of changing over, you know? Yeah. So there, there's a, there's an instant saving for you. It's easy to sort of, make, you know, say, well, let's make one machine more versatile and do more jobs with it than, than buying loads of separate machines, if you like, to to do that. Um, I, I, I know exactly what you mean there. I've encountered loads of comments on social media posts where the Americans ask if, you know, why are you using that? Why don't you use this? And you try and tell them that we haven't got any of these in the UK, and they can't believe you. Um, go, no, that's that's it. Um, and as I say, it's uh, you know, it's it's like any new sort of work method. You know, it takes time to accept, you know, get acceptance. But no, the US is um, picking up in a massive way. I mean, we've done deals with a lot of dealers there, and obviously OEMs like John Deere. Um, you know, uh, so yeah, I think I think the, yeah, the, the US is is a great market for Econ. It's going to continue growing as well. Oh, that's that that's good to hear. That's good to hear. If we if we come back to the UK and 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 the market that you've got here now, obviously, I would say there's probably three, maybe four tilt rotator manufacturers that are, are probably the well known brands. But what what sets We've, I know we've spoken about EPS and we've spoken about EC oil, but what really sets Encon apart from anybody else in the market? Um, I would say, I mean, one of the things that's been great for Encon over the last few years, I think, you know, we, we kind of try and build our tilters in a sort of modular way, you know. Oh. Um, whereas perhaps initially someone might not want to buy something, you know, like let's say a gripper, for example. Yeah. Well, now all our grippers, they're, 
they're what we call a quick release. So anything from the two of again from the two of six upwards, um, all the tilt returns come ready for it. So you're not having to make that decision initially, like you know, uh, do I buy it with or without a gripper? It's like, well, if you don't want to buy it now, you can always add it later. It's fairly straightforward. But then it will. But then you you speak to any operator that's used a gripper, and then they use a tilt rotator without a gripper, and and I can almost guarantee that they will say, "I wish I had my gripper back." It's just having that extra. But yeah, I think what it is, you know, as I say, it's all a lot of the time in the UK now. It comes down to price to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, so you know, if if the, you can't sort of justify buying. Buying it with a gripper initially, then, like I say, it's better to start off with a top tail that you can easily add things onto. It's same with things like EC oil. Um, you know, if you want to add additional box or connections, so you, you know, if you want to run higher flow attachments like breakers and so on on, on, on the hitch. Um, yeah, yeah, it's that, that's been one of the things I think that's worked well for Encon is having that ability to upgrade and add stuff on constantly without having to do major sort of overhauls and. You know, refits of things, which which is obviously um, expensive again. Yeah, and also, like I said before, I think another part of our offering is you know we we offer quite a lot of standard now. Mm. As I say, like like the EC oil, the the the, the sensors for the EPS, um, and as I say, everything is like quick release ready. So, yeah, like I say, you can quite easily retrofit a gripper without having to necessarily, as I say, uh, sort of rebuild the hitch or anything like that. Mm. And also, that opens up another. Uh, possibility for the future as well. We're looking at sort of expanding the range of cassette attachments. So you know, that's another sort of dimension where you know you can still have your bucket on, yeah, uh, or another attachment under the tilt rotator, and then you can have like cassette attachments. You know, for example, we at the moment we got the gripper and the sweeper. Mm-hmm. But there's talk it's like shears and uh, you know, hedge cutters, things like that. So again, it, it's another sort of load of opportunities I think for 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 attachments and you know applications for for customers for further further enhancing the uh, the adaptability of having a tilt rotator as well doesn't it uh, yeah absolutely absolutely you know I think that's uh, I think that's what's worked well for income um of course like everyone we we, we put a massive value on support and back and things like that as well um you know at the end of the day I think you know you're only as good as the the backup behind the product. That's true. Uh, I think the years we've we've learned and uh, developed, we've got quite a big service network across the UK. Um, so yeah, it's 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 going well. It's going well. Good. Um, you know, not, and that's not to say our competitors don't. You know, they, they've got a lot of promise for them. And as I say, we've always got a mutual respect for them because we're we're sort of fighting the same battles, if you like, in terms of uh, you know trying to change the way people work. But yeah, it's been. Uh, yeah, you, know, you know, we we want to see them do well because it's been we're all pushing in the same direction, you know, trying to to change the market. I, I, I suppose it's still quite an emerging market in the UK as opposed to uh, the Swedish uh, the the Scandinavian countries. Yeah, yeah, it's still sort of I, I'm not sure. I'd say probably maybe around yeah, less. Well, it's less than ten percent. I would say still, but it's getting it's it's getting close to that. I think. Um, but yeah, it's 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 picking up in a big way, and I think you know once you get to that uh, tipping point, if you like, um, yeah, you you then start to find that it'll it'll sort of blow up very quickly. So the, the, I mean, that's the that's the sort of thing we found in most markets. We may not instantly get to you know sort of ninety percent penetration like you have in Scandinavia, but yeah, there will there will come a time I think where that tipping point comes, and you know I think. It, there'll be a a more you know more general acceptance you know from from 
bigger sort of, you know, maybe higher companies have been to that as well. Do you think the higher companies will sort of invest in tilt rotator technology? Is that something? Is it? I mean, if you, yeah, I mean, for example, we do quite a lot with uh, uh, Lynch Fund. I mean, they're buying quite a lot of NCO tilt rotators. I know Flattery's uh, invest in other brands, but yeah, it's it's starting to pick up in a big way. Um, and, and also the big sort of civils and sort of post building contractors as well, they're starting to invest in, in tilt rotators and dig systems and things like that, you know. I've I've noticed that a lot on the uh, on the house building side of it. It's um yeah. it's one of those things that it, you're able to sit in one position and pull a couple of footings out in one hit. It it just takes yeah. the need for having anybody working in an excavation or or working near an excavator out the out the equation. Exactly right, and you know that's that's a massive thing as well. Like I say, that the people don't often appreciate is, is that safety element. You know, mm-hmm. removing those people from the sort of the, the sort of business end of the machine, if you like. Yeah, uh, it eliminates those possibilities of accidents. Uh, so yeah, it's a it's another massive sort of benefit of tilters. I think is you know making uh, making excavator operate you know the excavator more autonomous. Uh, you're not needing to have people working around you where, you know, that creates sort of possibility for, for accidents and true and, you know, fatalities in some instances. And obviously that's a that that's a huge thing with the, the EPS system and, and linking through to the machine control. You don't need anybody around you checking levels, checking dimensions or anything. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, the guys from Collins put up a, a really good video on Facebook the other day, I'm sure you probably saw it, where, you know, they're, they're, there's a massive site that they've got, you know, Quite a few machines there, but there's so few people on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's all it's nearly all automated. A lot of respect. I I think I know the site that you're on about, and I think virtually everything runs apart from the the big big excavators. Everything runs on yeah. um, machine control systems. We touched on the manufacturers there. We still get a lot of people if we were to post um, something on social media with a, a tilt rotator, complaining that anybody. Sort of using a tilt rotator, not digging in the standard style, is likely to damage the slew ring on a machine. How do you, how do Encon address that? Well, uh, when I, I know what you're talking about, I mean, when you see a lot of videos of people using uh, the bucket sort of at 90 degrees, if you like, yeah. Um, what you tend to find is that, that that's not actually putting any sort of stress on this. It's it's purely moving loose material yeah from you know uh, really pressing down slightly on it just so you're graving it um you know when you're doing any sort of digging at that angle most of the power comes from the rams or in the case of other brands that don't use rams the sort of helical motor or whatever yes yeah um that's where most of the power is going to come from when you're digging you know probably at that sort of um you know like a 90 degree angle if you like mm. uh so yeah, I think yeah, it's not it's not one of the things that really it doesn't happen. I mean, and also I think you sort of have to ask yourself: OEMs now are buying, you know, they're, they're buying into the tilt rotator concept. Um, you know, they're putting them on at factory level. So if it was really going to be something that was going to damage the slew or um, you know uh, the other wear parts of the machine, I, I don't think they they'd be invested in it. We you know. Not in seven years, my, my time with Encon, I've never once had anyone say that having a top washer on has damaged their, their slew room. So. Well, that's, that's good to hear. And you you just prompted me there for my next question is, um, you've obviously got a tie-in now with HCM UK, Hitachi Construction Machinery in the UK. 
How did that come about and how is that working for you? Uh, it was driven by, uh, a lot of it was driven by uh, their uh, Midlands sales director, a gentleman called John Barnfield. I know John. Uh, he sort of, yeah, he, he kind of approached us and, you know, he sort of laid out this idea. He'd like to sort of give his customers that option of having, you know, any brand of jewelry because, you know, each year work with, you know, the sort of big three brands, if you like. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it kind of it kind of stemmed from there, and you know we we've done we've done quite well with the guys at HCM. I think you know they they like the product, and obviously it integrates well with other dig systems. Obviously that's a part of what the, um, the guys that were HCT, which is the you know connected technology. Yes, yeah. But uh, so they, yeah, I think they they like the product, and also it's it's what customers are asking for as well. That's good. Uh, this this is it, you know. They're, the guys at HGT are pretty fair. They, they'll pretty much give the customer what they, or whether it's a, an Incon or another brand of Total or indeed a Liger or, or different brand of dig system. They, they, they're very much led by the customer. But um, yeah, it's, it's worked really well having that single sort of point of, uh, you know, contact for the customer where they can have it installed. They offer the support, the backup and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's worked really well. So really you're just supplying HCM with, tilt rotators and they 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 fit them for you yeah well this is it you know well they, they fit them for themselves and i think it's the way to look at it i mean you, yeah uh, the one sort of the single point of contact for the customer you know so yeah i think i mean don't worry you know, there's other deals across the uk are doing similar things now a lot a lot more brands are invested in you know uh, putting fitting tilt rotators at you know at the dealer sort of level if you like i suppose that's just easy for them you know and and the customer gets a ready to go machine when it gets delivered to site it it's it it's easier for them rather than having the machine delivered than waiting for you to come out yeah. and perhaps the 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 machine control system people to come out and fit as well yeah i think i think there's a couple of advantages for the end customer obviously there's this sort of single point you know for finance and things like this you know you're buying it all in one place so, yeah you know um it's a lot easier and probably Maybe there's a, a financial advantage of doing that as well because you know financing attachments separately often, uh, you know, you don't get maybe the best rates. No, um, and then obviously there's there's the single point of contact for support and backup and stuff like that. You know, brilliant. So yeah, I think it, it works really well for for most customers. I think that's good. That's good. Following the Scandinavian model, you know, dealers, they, you know, you've seen it yourself. I know you've been to Sweden and Norway quite a few times. Yes. Several brands of telephone—they're very much led by the customer. Yeah, and that's true. That is true. Where do you see Encon and the tilt rotator market going, especially in the UK? Uh, well, uh, oh, you know, the only way is up. I think really, um, if you if you look at the sort of growth of the last few years, it's it's just been sort of exponential. It's been massive. Uh, you know, we've gone from from being a sort of a niche product to, as I say, having general acceptance with some of the biggest hire and civil companies across the UK. So yeah, it's, it's going from strength to strength. Um, I know where we, you know, does we sort of anticipate this year we'll, we'll, we'll have a bit of a slowdown in the, the mm. UK economy in general. Yeah. But I think, you know, there's, there's enough sort of, uh, what's the word buoyancy maybe. Um, and, and obviously there's, there's enough big projects going on at the moment in UK construction. I think that we can kind of that trend a little bit yeah yeah i think i think i think everybody will weather the storm i don't think it'll be as well i'm hoping it won't be as bad as the the uh the press are talking us into no i don't i don't think so um you know uh i i, I some people draw parallels with 
you know, with with two thousand eight. But I, you know, I think that's it's not a credit problem. It's a you know, it's a um, it's a re- sort of a resource problem. I think is you know, we've just had so many. Um, what's the word? You know, the, the demand the last few years after COVID has been so massive. Yeah, and the supply side has obviously been drastically reduced because oh. of those lockdowns yeah. and things like that that we've um, I think, yeah, the, you know, the, the construction, well, manufacturing in general, I think, you know, it needs that sort of cooling period, if you like, just to catch up. How, how are you coping with, with lead times and what have you for your kit? Last year, uh, we were up, I think the worst case, we were probably up to about 20 weeks. Um, but I think that's, yeah, that's come down massively now. We're sort of back down to about eight. Oh, I mean, the pre-sort of Brexit, pre-sort of COVID, uh, you know, our factory was able to turn units around in about three to four weeks. Yeah. Uh, and it's not, it's not down to capacity. Uh, you know, we've got plenty of production capacity. There's a lot more um, automation going in at the factory level. Obviously, more, uh, you know, card cab and stuff like that. More yeah. Sort of, um, robots, if you like. Um, so th- the production capacity is there from Encon. It's 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 mainly being able to keep up uh, with supply. You know, getting getting the, the components from our suppliers to build product mm. so it's getting better though it's coming down um it, it also helps as well in the uk we, we we hold a certain amount of stock which uh helped keep um the lead down lead times down uh obviously customers who need something a bit quicker as well that's good having that and also our dealers keep stock as well which which is even better so yeah it's it's coming down and uh i think you know it's just gonna get a little bit better over the over the next year as well that's brilliant that's brilliant andrew Thank you very much for your time this afternoon. No, you're welcome. Thanks.